hello, hello. That's the comeback. <gasps> Mickey? Mickey? Jane? Jane, we can't use that. Jane? <laughs> we can't. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. If people haven't seen it, then they're not. If you haven't seen the comeback, like, what are you doing with your life, to be honest? It's quite hard to find, though. It is hard to find. Where is it even? I think I watched it on Sky Go, but we only had it because my partner's dad gave us access to his Sky account or something. Oh, so, look at So it was very long-winded. It wasn't like it was just there begging to be watched. <laughs> begging. <laughs> you can get it on Amazon, though. Ugh, Amazon is not worth it for me. Oh my God, don't slug of, don't slug of Amazon. They'll come after us. I, I use Amazon the site, but Amazon Prime, the, like, platform, yeah. does not have enough good content on, if you ask Ooh. me. Unless they want to sponsor the show, in which case I will say a very different story. <laughs> so... You know that Mickey's dead from the comeback. I know, it's so sad yeah, and such a sad. such a high note to start the podcast on. Oh, <laughs> <don't say> it. <laughs> well, instead of um, reflecting on the past, let's look to the week ahead. Um, Charlie, how are you filling your time without Drag Race? What are you up to in the next seven days, if you don't mind me asking? I'm going to start my Christmas shop. Really? I am going to start. You I'm are organised. I'm going to get it out of the way. I'm going to get it all done. That's what I'm going to think. Well, you don't have, like, boyfriends and stuff to buy for Okay, <laughs> here we go. All right. Just Sorry. rubbing it in. No. It's fine. Um, I'm actually doing my Christmas shopping on Sunday as well. Oh. Um, what are you buying me? I'm going to get you uh, ginger biscuits covered in dark chocolate. Oh, my God, I do love that. Yeah, you told me, I remember. Yeah. You said it on the podcast and someone messaged the Instagram account. Um, asking if you liked them covered in dark chocolate or milk chocolate. Dark chocolate? That's what I said, because I thought you had said that. So I think you might be getting sent that. Oh my God, please send me dark ginger biscuit that's covered in dark chocolate. Although I don't think that um, anyone would know where to send anything. What is our address? We can't give this address. Yeah, I'm not giving my personal address. Let's deal with that on a different day. If you want my personal address, DM the United Queendom podcast, at United Queendom podcast, Instagram. To be fair, you did. Anyway, look, off the ginger biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing Christmas shopping. Are you doing anything else this week? Uh, I'm doing Christmas shopping. We are going to see the fabulous Taylor Swift night. Oh my God, tonight, yeah, Swift again. <gasps> Which song are you most excited about dancing to? Cruel Summer. Because, well, I'm looking forward to songs that you'd never hear in a club. T. So like, New Romantics, mm-hmm. um, Cruel Summer, The Man, um... What, maybe Wonderland? I'm looking forward to Out of the Woods. I love Out of the Woods. I did something bad. What? Hey. Sorry. Um, Bants. (laughs) Banton Deck. The Archbishop of Banterbury. Bansaurus Rex. (laughs) Um, And I'm also going to Gavin and Stacey event next week that Matt Horn is speaking at. Are you a fan of Gavin and Stacey? I do. My the company I work for made Gavin oh, and Stacey. Oh, I am excited about the Christmas special, even yeah. though my own personal feelings about James Corden. Wait, is it being it. aired this Christmas or is it next Christmas? This Christmas. Oh god, that's turned around so quickly. Oh, maybe it's next Christmas. I just assumed. I think they had a read through recently. Yeah, because they have. No, because they maybe they are filming. They wouldn't be promoting quickly. it now unless it was this. Maybe Christmas. Maybe it was super super quickly then. Yes. And also my friend Katrina Innes is having a book launch for The Matchmaker on Thursday. You may remember her from some of our United Queendom adverts. So that's very exciting. Um, Can't wait to celebrate with her. Uh, So should we get into the mess? We shall get into this mess. Our first letter is from Katie Price. 
Oh, Katie Price. <laughs> Pricey. Do you want to read because it's an Essex accent? <laughs> She's from Brighton. Is she? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Did just... you never know that? Katie Price is from Brighton. I think just because of the fake tan and I've been stupid, I assumed she was from Essex. Ooh. Oh, sorry. My, my boyfriend is from Essex. I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> that is the Essex equivalent of, I have a black friend. I'm not racist. <laughs> Katie um, Price. You want to read it? Oh, I can't do the whole Katie Price accent. Try. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I feel like I'm turning into the Cock Destroyers. Dear MJ. <laughs> According to the tab. <laughs> According to the tabloids, you print nothing but lies. I am currently facing bankruptcy. Annoyingly, on this occasion, they're right. I'm actually facing bankruptcy. <laughs> Seeing as I assume you guys are mega rich, ofs. Now from the podcasting, how do you juggle your finances? Can you give me tips on saving and budgeting later's the pricey? The pricey. Oh my gosh. Ironic that she's asking for money advice and she's called the pricey. I know. The price is right. So how are you with your finances? I'm so good with money. Really? I'm so good with money. The reason I picked this question is because I thought we'd have really different Well, I'm good at saving money. I'm good at making money. As in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't earn anything stealing money but I'm you know some people like, have like little like, business schemes and all good at like earning a few quid on the side and that I can't I don't do that same like, or like nowhere to put their money and like oh this is the best bank account I can't do that bonds yeah I don't know that and all that stuff and like oh you need to get the 8.6% ISA blah 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 but I'm good at like being disciplined and if I'm having a cheap month I'm very good at sticking to it and knowing how to like have a cheap month Oh. And I constantly check my bank account and be like, okay, I know what's going out and I was coming in. So I'm talking it that way. But do you know some people just really like entrepreneurial or just like always making a few quid here and there. I'm like, how are you doing this? Prostitute. Ah. Huh? Mostly. Oh, that surprised me. I thought you'd be like a financial mess. Because... <laughs> Because my love life's a mess. You just thought that. No, it's good. I swear you said before, like, oh, I'm really skint at the moment. So I just thought you were like... Yeah. That's just all <laughs> sad. That's just a permanent state. Yeah. What's um, new? Do you save all your money at those car boot sales? Exactly. <laughs> Shade from both ends today. You're getting it from both <laughs> ends. A typical Saturday for you. Um, I too, similarly to you then, I'm really good with money. Um, similarly to you, I'm not like good at all that stuff you just mentioned yeah. either. But I think for me, what it all boils down to and what Katie Price clearly has an issue with and what a lot of people I think have an issue with and they don't know it is living within your means. And it's like, I know so many people who complain that they're skin or don't have any money or can't afford things as if it's like an affliction that they've caught that's airborne. Yeah. But I know them and I can see what they're spending their money on. It's like, the reason your skin is because you spent your money. And like, I know people who complain that they're skin but go on like nice holidays and stuff. Isn't it a more annoying when you kind of know what they're earning and it's a lot more than you and they're like I'm skin and you're like yes! you earn so much more than me but this is the thing I really want to point out being skin is not directly proportional to how much you earn I know people who earn a lot of money who are always skin I know people who earn hardly any money who are never skin it's just about your life choices and yeah. it's fine you're allowed to be someone who earns a lot of money and is skin but I don't like when you moan about it like a lot of people talk about their finances in a way that's almost like, oh, poor me, poor me, literally, poor me. Like, I don't have any money. It's like, you spent your money. Yeah. And it's fine for you to do that, but it's annoying when you end up, like, as I often have, like, paying for stuff for people or, like, treating them for things. And it's like, just because you are so bad with money and you always have been and you probably always will be. Yes. 
It just winds me up. No, it winds me up too. So, Katie Price, I'm not buying you anything. Don't borrow a single thing. Don't borrow a bacon sandwich. I interviewed her once in bed with her. Did I tell you about that? Why were you in bed with her? She was doing interviews to promote one of her new books. And in fairness, I kind of respect this. She insisted on doing... Cause it wasn't just me. It was loads of interviews that day. She insisted on doing them all from her bed. <laughs> and Good on her. And every journalist had to get into the bed under the covers to do the interview. <laughs> and I got into bed with her. And this was before she had her breasts removed. Actually, are they in or out at the moment? I can't keep up with them. They're reduced, I think. But then did she put them back in? Because they burst at one point, didn't they? But at this point, they were big and they were covering her face. And because she was laid down, I couldn't see her face past her mountain breasts. So I had to, like, lean up and try and, like, look over this mountain. And she was like, are you staring at my tits? And I was like, (laughs) clearly, I am a gay man. Do you really think I want to stare at your bulbous, vile, (laughs) plastic breasts? But thank you for writing in, Katie. <laughs> that was a great question. And I really... <laughs> I really think we helped there. Our next letter is from Whacking Phoenix. Oh. I love it. Hollywood now. Yes. From Katie Price to Hollywood. Lose them into Hollywood. Warrenwood <laughs> to Hollywood. Um, we, should I try and do an impression of him? No. Dear Ed and Charlie, it's been a weird year for me. I starred in a new film called Joker and it's taken over a billion dollars at the box office and become the highest grossing R-rated film of all time and the most profitable comic book movie of all time. Not bragging, just saying. I'm getting praise too. People are saying I'm terrifying and giving a shockingly dramatic performance. This is strange as I thought we were making a comedy, but I'm happy to be getting so much positivity. The problem is now I'm getting Oscar buzz and my imagination is getting carried away with me. I really like the idea of winning Best Actor at the Academy Awards. I've never won it before, which is pretty messed up given my career. I'm worried if I don't win, and some douche like Matthew McConaughey does, I'll actually do a Joker and go on a killing spree, shooting people dead in public. Do you guys have any tips on dealing with losing and how not to murder people after finding out you lost? Many thanks, Jay Pizzle. So, there's a lot to get into there. About being a loser. You are paranoid that I'm about to get you today. (laughs) So, Charlie, this one's for you. Um, Have you seen Joker? No, I still haven't seen it. Oh, my God, you need to... Honestly, it's one of my favourite films of all time. That's insane. (laughs) That's my impression of his laugh. (laughs) It is... (laughs) Davida and the Joker, one and the same. It is a masterpiece. I know everyone's overhyping it and it's got to the point where it's annoying, but it truly is. Okay. Um, The second time I saw it in cinema, I was by myself and it was even better. I was just like absorbing every moment and his transcendent performance. And he will win Best Actor, so he has nothing to worry about. Yeah, I don't think he's got many uh, rivals there. It's true. The only Oscar-winning performance I can think of is Renée Zellweger as Judy. Have you seen that one? Yeah. But obviously, they're still separate categories, which probably will change at some point, because the Brits have changed that, haven't they? I don't know if they ever will. I I think it's between Judy and Bombshell. I've been saying Charlize Theron in Bombshell is meant to be amazing. I haven't even heard of Bombshell. What is it? It's about the Fox News drama. Do you know when Roger Ailes, head of Fox News, got ousted for sexual harassment? Oh, yeah. So it's... Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie. I haven't even heard of this film. It looks amazing. When did it come out? It's not out yet. Did you go to a screening? Uh, We got given a screening here. A screener. Oh, say no more. Top, top secret. Uh, Losing. I've lost some stuff. 
my, my, my mind being one of them. <laughs> it's during this episode, but I think. <laughs> lost the plot. Um, uh, you know, I've lost, I've lost stand-up competitions. You just have to... Um, I imagine losing. So, like, if you do your set and then afterwards I have to just imagine them not reading out your name and just keep that firm in your mind. Have you ever had to find out you've lost, like, there in the moment? I mean, like, what you're all there waiting to see who won, so you have to do, like, a smiley face, or is it always... Well, no, yeah, I've been on... Like, I did a, my last roast I lost, so I was on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah I've done that Yeah, and you get told on stage that you lo- you've, you've lost. Oh, I've put that I've never been... Well, I have never been nominated for anything to, to lose, but I guess the roast battles have done Yeah. Um, and I do plaster a big smile on as I'm being read to filth. Yeah. Because <laughs> what else can you do? It's really, like, cringy if you... Um... Didn't I Take it personally. Oh, I did throw a tantrum the... Th- the, the roast before last, but that was because the judging was was um, rigged. Rigor Morris. The guy who beat me, his girlfriend was one of the judges and I didn't find out till afterwards. So yes, I threw a little Alaska style tantrum. Yes. It was Rigor Morris, girl, it was Rigor Morris. Who's Morris? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, so do you intentionally put on a fake smile or are you just kind of Already because you've visualised losing. I've visualised losing, so then it's kind of fine. You've accepted it. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. Maybe you've manifested losing. Oh. I'm sure. No, I think your approach is the right thing to do, though. Um, I think for me, I mean, this is very easier said than done. Because like I say, I have never been nominated for an award. But I don't think awards should be the focus of what you're doing in the first place. And if that already was that important that it would be like be all and end all for you then it to me it suggests that you're not, maybe not doing what you're doing for the right reasons yeah fall in love with the process yeah you should be kind of enjoying that and then if you win an award that's a big bonus and definitely to be celebrated and to be enjoyed but um i can never imagine being in a situation where i was nominated for something and feeling that entitled to it yeah but it's all arbitrary yeah i think so that's a good word charlie's corner yeah um, we've got our, I don't know if this is going to be a regular segment after we the shall... disaster that was last week, <laughs> but we shall see. It's this week's, are we um, calling it humming and bumming? But, but there's no bumming. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, what can we call it? Hummingbird. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> okay, next week I'll come up with something better, but it's Guess the Song. So far, it's 1 0 to me because Charlie couldn't get it last week. Because it, was... <laughs> it was atrocious. <laughs> it was absurd. Okay, well, I'm going to make it less hard this week. I'm not doing my consonant uh, absent singing. I'm doing humming. <laughs> and it should be easier. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Let's hope it's easier. Let's go. <laughs> Have you got it? I'm getting like the Munchkin song. Do you like the Munchkin? It was the mash. It was the monster mash. That. The Munchkins in Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee. Is this because of my height? <laughs> <laughs> my orange cloak. <laughs> Doopa Dee Doo. That is not even nearly it. Was, <laughs> that's what I was getting. The Munchkins are Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Moon, did you get it? No. Oh, 
Oh my god. Okay, give me another give me another bit. Give me it again. Give me it again. Shall I do it in the the vowel singing? Okay. Yeah, let's try that. We love that. This is like shagging you. <laughs> this is what I'd imagine it looks like. <laughs> I imagine these are the noises you kind of make. Have you got it? <laughs> okay, let's do one more hum, but I'll make it really clear this time. And then we'll have to resort to clues again. (laughs) Oh my god, there's something there. have to do it's <laughs> like your workout for the week <laughs> that was your cardio done it was a lot of effort <laughs> but Flustered. i think we're getting somewhere with this segment <laughs> yeah it takes a while to get going oh my god well obviously i picked that part because we're going to swift together um maybe if the music breaks i'll just hum the whole yeah greatest hits greatest hums by ed dyson <laughs> greatest oh, hums. um but for right now so i can recover and lubricate my throat oh my god i wish i hadn't said that um let's cut to our vip sponsor thank Woo. you <laughs> now then my son danny diarrhea and i'm here to promote my new autobiography diarrhea i chose the title to send the message that danny dyer is here to stay Weirdly, whenever I say the title, diarrhea, people start giggling. Ugh, do I look like I'm having a bubble bath? Nah, and I don't smell like I have either. I have to admit, it's been a long weekend of boozing and banter with the lads. All right, get in. I tell you, I was off me nut. Now, personally, I don't read, but I've been told lots of you Muppets do. So if you want the perfect Crimbo gift, get my buck now. It includes behind-the-scenes stuff from EastEnders, like what Dot Cotton looks like with her kit off. Wahey! And who's a total plank in real life? Spoiler, it's the guy who plays Phil, Steve McFadden. Walking around, acting like some tough man. Has he got any idea how annoying that is? Doubt it. I'm the real star of the show. Plus, I've got a famous daughter, ain't I? Also called Danny Dyer. There'll be revelations about her in the book too. Her first kiss, when she lost her V, the lot. So get it now for a discounted price of 25 quid. Bargain. So thanks for listening, geezers. All right? Bye. We're back. Hiya. <laughs> and, oh. This is the bit I dread every week. Oh no, it's the riffraff. The riffraff, the scum, the... <laughs> wow, I was going to say that. <laughs> I was not going to say that. <laughs> I am joking. When it, this is a jokey bit when we're saying that we hate the... Otherwise we're not going to get any more sent in. What's the big word I taught you last week? Oh, right, give it. 
um, clandestine. <laughs> no. Is that nearly it? No, it's nothing like that. What do we begin with? P. Uh, Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> pa- paradigm. No. Polydor. No. Pygmy. <laughs> what was it? Para, 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 paraplegic. <laughs> Pompous. Poop. What is it? <laughs> It meant the uh, the public, I'm the working. Class. I know what it meant. It was bourgeoisie in the paradigm, the par- the paradox. <laughs> what was it? God, the proletariat. The proletariat. That's what I said. Oh, the pro. You just can't tell because my northern accent. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> so our next question from the proletariat. Proletariat. <laughs> proletariat. Proletariat on. Right. Right. Dear Charles and Eddie. Some people like to call us that now. You hate being called Eddie, though. I hate being called Eddie. Do you, I assume you hate being called she Charles. She obviously hasn't listened to the podcast, has she? I know. I think this might be our first troll question. Um, Dear Charles and Eddie. <coughs> I've been with my partner for over 10 years. Oh, all right, rub it in again. <laughs> Jesus. This isn't about you, Charles. <laughs> I'm very happy with him. Maybe it is a bit like... <laughs> The only problem is I'm still not comfortable farting in front of him (laughs) or or pooing in my toilet when he's in the house. This means I spend a lot of my life holding it in as we live together. It often means I get caught short in public bathrooms and have stomach problems. We're we're married now, but I feel like I've missed the window. (laughs) Is, Is it too late to be in an open poo relationship? He is very comfortable farting in front of me and will gladly poo when I'm in the house. So I know the issue is only mine. Please help, Poppy. Oh, poopy. <laughs> if only she was poopy. Ploppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not so ploppy as the case, maybe. Um, oh, my God. Well, I guess this one's for me because you're not in a relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, how do you feel about being open poo in general? I don't like people farting in front of me. People, full stop. Yeah. So what about like My, family I've got, I've got good friends who are a couple. They've been together about four years. And they said the main point of their argument is about one of them farting in front of the other one. I assume the man. Or is this a gay couple? It's a gay couple. Oh. And they said, he, he genuinely said that is the most common argument they have. Is that when one of them farts and the other one hates it. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to say who it's coming out of or details. But in my relationship, it's quite similar. That a lot of it, a lot of. A lot of tension comes from gas. <laughs> That's all I'll say on the matter. So I do relate. <laughs> and because of that, I always <laughs> say to people early on in a relationship, one of the few tips I give, because I'm not in any position to give anyone advice, really, despite that being the whole concept of this show, um, is it, that is a <laughs> slippery slope. <laughs> Once you fling open those doors and go open poo and open fart, you cannot go back because it's really opened the door for it. So I would say to keep the mystery alive as long as possible. Yes, it might be painful. Yes, it might be uncomfortable. Yes, it might be awkward. Yes, you might block a few toilets at work. But I really do think that protecting and treasuring the sanctity of that will really help your relationship in the long run. So I am with you on this one. I mean, not, 
I'm just talking specifically about relationships. You don't like it per se. Yeah. Spread. I don't find, yeah, I do not like it at all. So like if your dad fought in front of you, you wouldn't like that? No. Would you find it even slightly funny? No, I get really angry. I'm one of those people. <laughs> what if someone like... The only time on I don't mind is if the only time I don't mind it is when someone's laughing so hard they fart. Then it's hilarious because <laughs> then it's like that thing of like they can't control. Like it's just involuntary. I know a lot of farting is involuntary, but like <laughs> that's the only time I'll accept farting is if you're just laughing so hard that you're losing body, bodily functions. <laughs> that's the only time I'll accept it. Right. So you think that she is doing the right thing by keeping closed poo and closed fart? I mean, I don't. Well, she won't even, even go poo when he's in the flat. I mean, no. that just sounds painful. Holding that in. Yeah. She, well, Because she... when you talk about open poo, you're having the door open. Oh, no. That is a whole different level. Okay. So I don't think anyone should do that. That's the Sex and City Miranda, isn't it? Do you remember that episode? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. keeps leaving the door open. No, I think that's disgusting. I don't know. I know a lot of people who do that. No, that's... I find it, I would go as far as to say repugnant. Am I saying that right? the fucking door. No, no, no. I think being open poo in a relationship is more like being with your partner on the couch and being, being like, honest. I am going for a poo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not like poor, doing... Poor I have a friend who used to... This isn't even in within her relationship. This is when she lived with flatmates. <laughs> would get up and be like, guys, I'm off for a shower. And would go and like put the shower on. <laughs> Have a poo and then wet her hair. Oh, I've done towel. that. I've one hundred percent done that. Why? With flatmates. Oh, one hundred percent. I've done that. Who are your flatmates? Why? Because you... you're scared of noise. <laughs> Sometimes you... noise comes out. No, I've one hundred percent turned the shower on. I understand turning the tap on to block out noise, but you haven't faked a shower as in you pretended you've had a shower. Well, no, yeah, because then otherwise people look at you like, oh, why aren't you wet? So I have done that. One hundred percent. Can this be traced back to a thing in your childhood or something? Were you ever like publicly embarrassed for something, and then it's like... no? But my bedroom was always next to the toilet, so I could hear everyone. <laughs> so that was just put me off. Because what I used to say to my friend, who shall remain anonymous, is like, you live your life thinking that people are like listening out for it, but they're not. Like, and and timing you when you go away. Like, people don't really do that. It's like when someone gets up and goes to the toilet for five minutes. Everyone in the room doesn't start discussing what they're doing. We, I mean, to be fair, should we do? But like in theory, you know. One to. time, I was at in my last job. It was someone's birthday. You know, you need birthday cakes. And she went to the toilet and was like, "Quick, get the birthday cake out!" <laughs> and we got the birthday cake out. And she took so long. Oh no! And we were waiting for so long. <laughs> and then she came back and she's like. We were like, we'd literally been waiting for like 20 minutes. You'd grown a massive grey beard. Oh, beard. <laughs> so I, she was so mortified. And were you scared to like light the candles? Because we the were, whole place went up. Literally, she felt so embarrassed. She, <laughs> she was like, have you been waiting for me? And was like... <laughs> oh, that's so bad. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Here's the thing though. As a girl, I think you've got a lot of leeway to get away with stuff. Because women often when I'm with them and they go for a wee, they take ages, but they're doing their makeup. Or they say they are, unless yeah. it's a cover up. So like women can be doing a multitude of things in the toilet, but men tend to 
be doing one of two things. Three, if you're the type of person who wanks in public toilets. Moon. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, so, but then men tend to be less apologetic about it. I do think it's interesting being a gay man because it's like you're halfway in between where you like, you share toilets with men. So you have some of the same attitudes as them, but you also have more of a, I don't know, a longing for privacy and respect. Yeah. Do you use your inals? Yeah, I do. I have a lot of friends who won't use them. If I was, so I used to have a time when, like if I was on a works night out and there was lots of like male colleagues, sometimes I wouldn't use a urinal then because I wouldn't want to be like next to my boss. Oh, okay, yeah. Or something, especially like, I don't, it's not so much, I think, I don't know if this is just me. I don't really talk to anyone about this. I have a paranoia that people, men will think I'm looking at their penis in the urinal. Oh, and sometimes I am. <laughs> no, but do you not find that as a gay man? You're like, I know I'm not looking, but I'm worried that you're worried that I'm looking. So that's making me self-conscious. Yeah, but then I think they need to get over that. No, I do agree But I don't even know if it's real. It might just be in my head. Yeah. So it's like I've conjured up this whole conflict. So sometimes it's easier just to do that. But then also there's a problem if you don't go to the urinal. Anytime a man walks out of a cubicle, the first thing you're going to assume is number two. <laughs> What, with the levels this podcast has sunk to, <laughs> it's quite something. Really quite something. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I can't help what people write in. <laughs> I think we gave really good advice. I think we did. I think we will live to regret this episode, but that so far is quite on brand this for us. This is where we jump the shark. Is this, <laughs> this fuck? Do you know what that is a reference to? Happy days? Yes. yes. You should know you work in TV. Mm-hmm. That's one of the few things I know. And it was, <laughs> what's his name? The Fonz. The Fonz, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is a very iconic episode of Friends you would know about if you'd um, watched it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, we'll do the bit where we promote the podcast. Um, please rate, share, review. On iTunes, right? iTunes, Apple. <clears throat> oh no, the reviews are on iTunes. Please, everyone who enjoys it, please review it on iTunes. We want to get it over 50 uh, reviews and likes, which would be spectacular. And tell your friends, share on Insta stories. Let us know when you've shared and we'll shout you out. At United Queendom Podcast and at Charlie Valentine underscore X on Instagram. Yes. And, um, but please don't tell anyone what we said on this episode. Let's just keep that between us. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.